Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Email the program at info at rudymaxa.com or follow us on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. And now, America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World. Welcome aboard. Well, the cherry blossoms are officially at their peak this weekend in the nation's capital. The blooming of the blossoms that are centered around the Tidal Basin adjacent to the Jefferson Memorial are said to bring in $100 million in tourism dollars every spring. The good news is there are cherry trees in blossom all around the city, though the Tidal Basin ones, uh, given as a gift to the U.S. by Japan in 1912, are always the headliners. I'm in Los Angeles this weekend, where the flowers are always in bloom, but I did live in D.C. for 40 years, and those cherry blossoms uh, hold a special place in my heart. So if you're anywhere near D.C. this weekend or the next 10 days, do swing by and check them out. I'm Rudy Max, a travel writer and broadcaster, and coming up this hour on America's most widely syndicated radio travel show, our pilot-in-residence Patrick Smith reveals the most common mistake airline passengers make when evacuating a plane in an emergency. And by the way, that happens more oftentimes than you think. I remember one time when a bomb threat caused my flight from L.A. to make a sharp U-turn to return for a very, very fast landing back at LAX. The plane stopped at the end of the runway, and all of us passengers were rushed down emergency chutes, led to an underground bomb shelter I had no idea was there. Now, I tell you this because I want to emphasize there are times when a plane needs to be evacuated that never makes the news, so it could happen to you. And if you've ever had to be evacuated in a medical emergency when you're away from home, well, you know how expensive that can be. And you may think your health insurance or a premium credit card covers that cost. Not always. John Goebbels of MedJet Assist joins to discuss the realities of medical evacuations. A couple of weeks ago, we described SeaWorld's PR offensive to defend itself from a documentary two years ago that claimed it mistreated whales in captivity. The documentary is called Blackfish. And it was uh, produced by a former SeaWorld orca trainer named John Hargrove. Mr. Hargrove joins me at 18 after the hour to discuss his new book that elaborates on those claims that SeaWorld is working so hard to dispute. And finally, Alice in Wonderland is turning 150 this year in a spate of exhibits and celebrations that are happening around the world. Stephanie Lovett of the Lewis Carroll Society of North America elaborates later in the show. And then we're going to meet a man who spent 863 days riding his bicycle around the world. 15,000 miles. Why? I don't know. We'll ask him. First, a couple of uh, travel news items from this week. The German newspaper Express.de reported this week that the pilot who flew that German wings plane into a French mountainside may have spiked his fellow pilot's drink with a diuretic to get him out of the cockpit. Now, there is no official confirmation on this. Other reports, again, we don't have official confirmation, said the suicidal pilot had searched earlier online for information about diuretics. Along with the so-called coffee shops that legally sell marijuana at hashish in downtown Amsterdam, the city's red-light district has long featured prostitutes in lingerie, posing in storefront windows to lure clients. Actually, the neighborhood is quite upscale and safe and features charming restaurants and bars, um, uh, which makes that red-light district, and that's actually the name on maps, the red-light district, very popular with tourists and locals. But the city has shuttered about 150 of 500 windows in recent years and apparently wants to close more, which led this week to a march by 200 people, prostitutes and their supporters, through the neighborhood protesting the move with signs reading, among other things, don't save us, save our window. Now, the chances are very good you'll never have to perform an emergency evacuation of a commercial plane. But last month in Denver, a passenger plane was evacuated when the cabin filled with smoke. 
This week, a Turkish Airlines plane made an emergency landing when a cockpit window shattered in flight. Passengers performed an emergency evacuation. There are other evacuations that don't make the news, however. Patrick Smith says passengers consistently make one big mistake that could lead to injuries or deaths. Patrick is a commercial pilot. He's a frequent guest on this show, and he's the author of the book Cockpit Confidential. You can find his terrific blog at AskThePilot.com. Patrick, welcome back to the show. Rudy, that was a terrible segue. That Amsterdam story was so much sexier than, than talking about the aircraft evacuations. Well, I actually cut one, Amsterdam, I cut one Amsterdam short, story short about them catching the guy who was selling the white heroin. I'll come back to that in the show later, but I wanted to get to you. Uh, yeah, heroin and prostitutes, but now we're, ta- but now we're talking about personal safety for, for passengers. What is it that passengers do wrong when they're asked to quickly get out of the plane, go down those slides, and get away from the plane? Well, first of all, let's be clear. It's it's very unusual that an airplane will be evacuated. Um, it, it's it's not something that's going to happen to most travelers in a whole lifetime of of frequent flying. It's not anything I've ever seen personally in all my commercial flying. Um, but it does happen occasionally, and and although most evacuations are precautionary, in other words, the plane's not on fire. It's nothing terribly urgent, but because certain things are maybe unknown or the crew is uncertain, it's a good idea to get everybody off and away from the plane as quickly as possible. Um, But, you know, the seeming non-urgency of one of these situations is not a license for passengers to carry their luggage with them as they evacuate. And that's what we're talking about. In in all of these recent evacuations, we've seen uh, people running down the aisles with their bags and and coming down the escape slides with with their bags. That's very dangerous for a couple of different reasons. First, it, it, it slows down the egress, and should a non-emergency become something very serious, all of a sudden a fire breaks out, and now you've got people clogging the aisle with their, their rollerboards and their laptops and everything else, and it becomes a very dangerous situation. Mm-hmm. And people also need to realize those escape slides are extremely steep. Uh, in the case of a, a wide-body plane, they can be uh, two, three stories off the ground. And they're and not designed for you to have fun uh, <laughs> coming down. And as one person uh, I saw on YouTube was, was uh, videoing himself coming down this. I mean, they're, the, the purpose of those slides is to get you down and, and away from that plane very quickly. And it's not uncommon for people to be injured uh, going down the slides, even when nothing, you know, all too serious is happen, happening. But now imagine a, a fire, something very serious, and you're going to have people coming down the slides with uh, suitcases, with heavy bags that are going to be hitting people, injuring people, potentially killing people. Yeah, I'll second that emotion. I, as, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I went down the slides once, and I was astounded at how mm-hmm. steep and how fast they were. Right. And I know why people get broken ankles and stuff occasionally. That's a slick slide. That ain't some leisurely cruise, you know, down a water slide with the... Uh, and, and if you're carrying your laptop or a camera or a carry-on bag, forget about it. Right. And oh. meanwhile, it, 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 it strikes me that uh, with all of the gibberish, I guess, that they've got crammed into the, the pre-takeoff safety spiel, uh, the flight attendant briefing, um, you know, why is there nothing in there about that, about, you know, in the event of an evacuation, however unlikely, please don't bring your luggage? Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. instead, you know, they waste time explaining to people how to unfasten a seatbelt or, you know, things that, that, that virtually everybody knows how to do. But, you know, people don't stop to think about, well, what if we have to evacuate? And I think that would be a, a, an important uh, and useful bullet point item to, to get into those briefings and, and maybe take some of the some of the other babble out. Well, I couldn't agree more. You're a pilot at a major airline. Have you spoken to the bosses about it? 
<laughs> I don't know how seriously they take me, but I have written about it. Uh, it's, it's there in my blog. I did a whole blog post on this topic after the you couple of recent evacuations where, you know, right there on camera and on the news and, and, and online, you can see people, you know, jumping down from the doorways and the slides with their luggage. And that just infuriated me to see that. And you can read exactly what Patrick wrote if you go to askthepilot.com. Uh, thanks for stopping by, Patrick. We'll keep this in mind, believe me. Anytime, Rudy. Thank you. Up next, a different kind of evacuation. What if you fall ill or are seriously injured while traveling? We'll pay to bring you home or to a competent hospital. That's coming up right after this break here on Rudy Max's World. To participate in the program and have some fun, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back. If you're seeking an adventure of a lifetime, an easy trip that's unlike any you've ever experienced, then it's time for Iceland. Yes, Iceland. The Icelandic Tourism Bureau offers Rudy Max's world listeners exclusive trips that can't be beat, like the Reykjavik four-star city break with spa and northern lights tour, or the Iceland escape for a unique spa and nature break tour. These are four-day, three-night trips starting around $500 per person. Seriously. Go to RudyMaxa.com and click on the Iceland Tourism Bureau link for these great trips and more. If you suffer from muscle or joint pain, inflammation, or other aches, give All Natural Relief Factor a try. Just go to ReliefFactor.com and order your two-week trial pack for $19.95. Stop popping those over-the-counter, body-harming painkillers. Instead, get Relief Factor. It's all natural and contains just four ingredients, omega-3, Reservatrol, Icarin, and Curcumin. This product works, and if you suffer from aches, pains, or inflammation, check out relieffactor.com or visit rudymaxa.com, look under sponsors, and experience life pain-free again. I'd like to extend a warm welcome to our newest sponsor, MyPillow.com. The Carries and I have been using a MyPillow pillow now for weeks, and we're loving them. They're American-made and guaranteed to provide the best sleep you've ever had. Rudy Max's world listeners receive a special buy one, get one free offer. So if you suffer from snoring, insomnia, neck pain, migraines, allergies, sleep apnea, TMJ, and more, get the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own by calling 800-775-1983 or go to MyPillow.com and enter the promo code Rudy. There's also a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Georgia has to say about Relief Factor. Over the years, I've had several injuries. I have had lots of pain, and it's been hard for me to exercise. Now I'm much more active, so I'm losing weight, and I feel better. I would recommend it to anyone. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. To join Rudy Max's world, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. It is 18 past the hour here in Rudy Max's World. Welcome back, and thanks for spending part of your weekend with us. Before the break, you heard Rudy discussing this segment. And if you're a frequent listener of the program, then you know that Rudy, Mary, and I are strong proponents of travel insurance, and in particular, medical evacuation coverage. Most of us spend so much time planning the perfect vacation or important business trip, but almost no time is spent on what to do in the event something goes wrong and a medical 
medical emergency occurs while traveling. What do you do if you come in contact with an infectious disease, suffer broken bones, possibly a heart attack, or other medical emergencies? Great question. Joining us to discuss the importance of medical evacuation coverage is John Goebbels, Vice President for MedJet Assist, a world leader in air medical transport membership programs. John's been with MedJet since 2006 and is responsible for the oversight of all transport and repatriation operations for the company. Welcome to Rudy Max's World, John. We've been looking forward to talking with you today. Well, thank you, Mary, and thank you, Robert. I appreciate you having me today. So, John, let's get right into it. Uh, the reason we invited you on the show is Rudy's enjoyed the benefits of MedJet Assist membership for years, and so have Mary and I, along with our two sons. So, if you would, share with the audience what makes MedJet unique and what separates you from the competition. Sure. Well, you know, what MedJet is really is, is we're the premier global domestic and international air medical transport membership program for travelers. Uh, and I think some of the important facts are the fact that we're really, we're a, we're a membership program. We're not insured. And some of the things that really kind of make us unique from that standpoint is, and separate us is really from the fact that most travel insurance products and even other membership programs on the market will only take you to the closest, most appropriate medical facility if you need that. And MedJet Assist brings you back home to your home hospital, physician, family network, back to your hospital that you trust. Okay. And that, that's important, clearly. That, that's a, key, a huge separator right there. But most folks listening right now, they may say, hey, I've got medical insurance, or I've bought travel insurance, like you just said, or, you know what, I have a platinum credit card. I'm all good. But that's clearly false thinking, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's thinking without really being educated kind of on the product that you might have. The nice thing about American Express Platinum is it's a wonderful product, but if you call them and ask them, will you bring me back home to my home hospital? They'll tell you they don't, Robert. And, and, and it, they make it quite clear that if you need more medical care than at the facility that you're at, they will take you to the closest, most appropriate medical facility. Now, the problem comes into if you're in Johannesburg, South Africa, and you're hospitalized there, travel insurance, American Express Platinum, they're going to consider you fine where you're at. MedJet, it doesn't matter. If so if I want to get home to my own hospital, I'm paying the bill for that. Ab absolutely. So with MedJet, as long as you're hospitalized more than 150 miles away from home, we will bring you back to your home hospital in your home country. Okay. John, there are many reasons people can end up in a hospital. Does MedJet distinguish between a major medical emergency and a minor medical emergency? Yeah, that's, a, that's a great question. What we kind of call that in the medical world is really medical necessity. And what that means is basically if you're hospitalized and the care that you're receiving is adequate or acceptable, you do not meet medical necessity from most travel insurance products or even other membership programs on the market to move you back to your home hospital. MedJet Assist doesn't matter. Hmm. We have three simple criteria. Hospitalized as an inpatient more than 150 miles away from your home address is listed on your membership and you need continued inpatient hospitalization. Okay. And there are, with membership come, obviously this is the most important thing, being able to be sent back to your home hospital of choice, but there are other services included, telephone interpretation, emergency message relaying, medical and legal referrals. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, absolutely. There's a lot of ancillary benefits to the membership, a lot of them that we really don't talk about. You know, everybody wants to have the MedJet Assist membership for that, you know, kind of sexy piece of the air medical transfer to get right. you back home, but there's a lot of other things, as you mentioned, from that standpoint. Another thing that we actually have that people really don't like to talk about, but it's really huge in the event it happens, is that MedJet will make arrangements for repatriation of mortal remains, both domestically and internationally. You know, that's a horrible time for a family if a loved one happened to pass away while traveling, sure. especially internationally. In a foreign country, MedJet Assist works to get that person back. And that's clearly a process if you're going through with human remains to get them back here to the States. Yeah, certainly internationally. It, 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 mm. It's very involved, and we have a lot of good affiliate networks in, in other countries to help uh, get that remains 
back. Well, even the telephone interpretation, though, I don't want to diminish that because if you're in a hospital in a country where you can't speak the language, being able to get somebody on the phone, you know, to help interpret what they're telling you is important because you're probably not going to have your smart device with you and be able to use Google Translator or something. Right, and most of that comes, we see it a lot with medications. You know, they, you may you may not be hospitalized, but you may have to go to a physician or a pharmacy or even a hospital and they hand you a bottle of medication and they don't speak English and you don't know what it is at that standpoint, so we can get an interpreter on the line. We can also get our physicians on the line, which is another great ancillary benefit, kind of like Mary talked about, to actually do a medical consult with that physician, with an interpreter, to see what that physician's seeing from that standpoint, find out what medications they're giving you, make sure it's adequate and safe. Well, I know you offer a variety of membership options, but for the audience out there listening, it's essentially $270 annually for an individual. It's for about $400. I think it's $395 annually for a family to be MedJet Assist members. Share with our audience, John, that are tuned in around the country, what's the process of becoming a member? For example, are there any lengthy health forms? Do you exclude things like adventure travel? Are there co-pays or deductibles? Or more importantly, are there any hidden costs that are going to hit people once they're back here uh, or they've used your service? Sure. That's, that's a great question. As a membership program, it's really nice because it's not insurance is the fact that all you pay is your membership fee for all the benefit of the membership in that standpoint. You can enroll online or you can call one of our membership services representatives that can walk you through the process. And under age 75, there are no health questions, no deductibles, no claim forms, there's no subrogation, nothing like that. We had an interesting case of uh, one of our members that was actually uh, moved there medically from Bhutan back to Minnesota uh, for well over $140,000. And he had told us that for months after he had his medical transfer that he would go to the mailbox every day and he waited for that bill to come. And it never did. And that's the nice thing about a membership product is you don't see that. Did you say $140,000? $140,000. Wow. So if Mary and I were in South America somewhere and I were hurt, um, how, and I obviously had to be transferred back if the decision was made, how would she get back with me? Sure. Well, that's a nice thing. I mean, what Medgetasis does is if, is if we are movingly, moving you two ways, and basically we do that in a critical care air ambulance setting and also with a, a critical care nurse medical escort from that standpoint, uh, and that would be commercially in a business class. And that would be like if I broke my leg or something like that, and well, clearly yeah, I'm physically. I mean, as long as you, right. normally we see that smaller orthopedic injuries or right. just some things going on where really you're up, you're moving around, but you need some help getting back, and we understand that. So we have that very comfortable way to do that. But in both of those scenarios that, that, that you relate to us, basically a traveling companion, spouse, partner, friend, business associate, time to the equipment that they might need to bring can come back with you on a medical aircraft. In the case of a commercial repatriation from that standpoint with a medical escort, person can do an coach class seat is purchased for them under your... Okay. John, we were reading the uh, travel blog on the website, and we'll give that information out at the end of the segment for listeners. Um, fascinating stories, both international and domestic. Give us one of your maybe favorite, most recent stories where someone was helped. Well, I've actually got one that kind of hits close to home, and, and while everybody loves to hear these stories of these big international travels and, and, and these long-distance transfers, and like we said, $140,000, $150,000 that the member never sees from that standpoint, you know, I've, I've got two daughters, and, and they're getting older, and we recently had a, a young girl down on spring break that unfortunately had a very bad burn accident there. We're actually able to get her back to her home hospital uh, in the Northeast where she could undergo some additional um, medical procedures. And the important thing is, is that she could be with family and be with friends because it was unfortunately going to be a very long road to recovery. So that, that hits close to home for me. Even though it's domestic, a lot of people, you know, we see 90% of our MedJet members purchase the MedJetSys membership for that big international trip they take, South Africa, mm -hmm. Asia, Europe, things of that nature. But 60% of 
of our members actually find themselves using domestically just in that situation. You know, you, you find yourself injured or ill domestically. You don't think about it. You look in your wallet or in your purse, you see that MedJet card, and you think, I totally forgot I had this. Well, two right. things that stick with me. One, I think whoever came up with the marketing is it's outstanding because for people out there, they'll get this. MedJet Assist membership is like AAA for travel. And whether you are using it uh, 151 miles away from your house or you are 1,500 or 15,000 miles away from your house, uh, it's just something you should have. The second thing that I thought was interesting, you could actually have a second home or something in Florida living in the New York area where we are. And if you were to get hurt and need to be brought back to a New York hospital, it's going to work for you there as well. So yeah. we, we see that all the time. You know, we, we've got a obviously a wonderful marketing department here. And, and really the thing is that everybody has buy-in here due to the fact that we all care and believe in the product that we do because we do it every day. Yeah, we have, we have no question about that, John. people every day. Uh, and that's the important thing is, is we all believe in what we do. Well, John Goebbels, thanks for joining us today on Rudy Max's World. We, we really do appreciate you sharing how important having medical evacuation coverage is and the difference between that and travel insurance. Thank you guys very much. Thank you, John. Today. Thank you, Mary. If you're interested in finding out more information about MedJet Assist or becoming a member, just go to MedJet.com. That's MedJet.com. And when you're there, there's actually some interesting testimonial videos uh, from folks that are customers that uh, I think are pretty convincing. All right. When we come back, Rudy shares more travel experiences and another travel opportunity. Stay with us. The show's coming back in three minutes. Rudy Max's world phone lines are open anytime. So call us at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. Stay with us. We're coming right back after these messages. If you're seeking the adventure of a lifetime, a fun trip that's unlike any you've ever experienced, then it's time to visit Iceland. Yes, Iceland. Right now, the Icelandic Tourism Bureau offers Rudy Max's World listeners exclusive trips that can't be beat, like the Iceland Luxury Tour or the Around Iceland's Ring Road. Packages are amazing eight-day, seven-night trips starting around $1,600 per person. The experiences and exclusives you'll receive are outstanding. Check these special offers out at RudyMaxa.com and click on the link to Iceland Tourism Bureau. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Dave has to say about Relief Factor. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. lines are always open at 800-387-8025 and stay connected with the program at rudymaxa.com now back to rudy max's world welcome back it is 33 minutes after the hour and this segment of today's show is brought to you by our friends at the iceland tourism bureau next weekend we got a special show coming up uh, our robert and mary carey will be broadcasting rudy max's world from iceland and because of that the iceland tourism bureau is offering listeners of the show exclusive trips that just can't be beat if you're seeking a quick getaway, a fun vacation experience, it's unlike any you've experienced, I think it's time for Iceland. I've been there several times. I love the place. How about a relaxing four-day, three-night spa break 
at the world-famous Blue Lagoon, plus the Golden Circle Tour, Fontana Geothermal Baths, and the sites of the capital city of Reykjavik all for around $500 per person. Or consider this, if you really want to splurge. An eight-day, seven-night Iceland luxury tour that includes Reykjavik's vibrant culture, culinary, and nightlife, as well as visits to historic sites, Hot springs, the waterfall of the gods, glaciers, black lava beaches, spectacular views and northern lights, and more all around the country. All with deluxe hotel accommodations, three-course dinners each night, a premium car rental, starting at only about $1,600 per person. Now, to learn more about these exclusive packages, they're only being offered to listeners of this radio show. Go to rudymaxa.com and click on the Iceland Tourism Bureau logo right on the homepage. Just scroll down on the homepage at rudymaxa.com. That's it. rudymaxa.com and click on Iceland Tourism Bureau. You know, Iceland is the closest place in Europe. You can go much faster to get to Iceland than anywhere else in Europe. Remember, it's Greenland that's all ice. It's Iceland that's more green, although there are glaciers. There are glaciers. Um, at any rate, uh, be sure to tune in next week and Bob and Mary do the show from there. That'll be most interesting. Um, I promised you that we're going to talk with John Hargrove, uh, Hargrove excuse me, about uh, the orcas and the condition of orcas that are in captivity at places like SeaWorld and other uh, ocean parks. We're having a little trouble reaching him. But fortunately, I have a lot of extra t- travel news this week. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I did during the news, I talked about the coffee shops in uh, – uh, that legally sell marijuana and hashish in downtown Amsterdam, and uh, that's right in the city's red light district, and uh, where uh, prostitutes pose in windows um, um, in lingerie to bring in customers. It's sort of a, you know, it's a huge tourist attraction. Amazingly, I I was just in Amsterdam two weeks ago, and uh, I've been going there since I was a kid because I grew up uh, a good part of my time in Germany. My parents would go there. We'd go there for holiday all the time, and. It, um, there, uh, when I was there two weeks ago, the police were hunting. They'd been hunting for several months for a drug dealer selling so-called white heroin. He was passing it off as cocaine. Three British, British tourists died last year ingesting the stuff, and 20 more foreigners took ill. Well, there's some good news. This week, a 42-year-old man suspected of being the seller turned himself into Dutch police. This followed a massive publicity campaign and the offer of a substantial reward for information leading to an arrest. I don't know whether the guy gets to collect it, that reward for turning himself in or not. I would like to add, I would like to add, the Dutch have some of the most liberal drug laws in the world, and also one of the most enlightened and progressive approaches to the use of drugs. I mean, they're very, very ahead of uh, most of the Western world in how they deal with drug and drug addiction. So uh, I do not mean to paint Amsterdam as this prostitute, drug-filled city. It's a great, great place to visit. I would never hesitate to visit the Netherlands or Amsterdam, and uh, you you shouldn't either. Um, So a little bit of publicity for Amsterdam that might not appeal to everyone, but it's a great city, and uh, and I wouldn't hesitate going. Let's see. I had some other travel news I wanted to share with you. I had too much, in fact, so this will give me a little chance. Um, hey, Virgin America will begin flying to Hawaii from San Francisco in November. It's the first time Virgin America is uh, uh, headed to Hawaii. Those flights will serve Honolulu, and in December, Virgin's going to add a second flight daily to Maui from San Francisco. There are also published reports that indicate Southwest is looking forward to expanding with flights to Hawaii sometime in the near future. What that means, of course, is that uh, uh, fares may go down with Virgin and Southwest on on that route. So if you can get yourself to, to San Francisco or if you fly Virgin America anyway, there you go. You know, we have paid a a lot of attention on uh, on this show to the this dogfight that has pit American, Delta, and United against the three large Gulf carriers. That would be Emirates, Qatar, and Etihad. Uh, well, the U.S. team, American, Delta, and United, 
They're asking Washington to limit the open sky rights of the Gulf airlines to provide unlimited service to U.S. cities. And their argument is that the Gulf carriers receive billions in government subsidies, making them not uh, eligible to participate in open skies. The open skies agreement basically allows airlines from other countries to serve your country as often as they want and as many markets as they want. However, however, the uh, Gulf carriers, Emirates, Qatar, and Etihad, this week fired a salvo of their own. There was a WikiLeaks disclosure six years ago that turned up a U.S. congressional report that found that the FAA, commercial airlines, and U.S. airports received $155 billion in federal funds through 1998. Now, that's a long time frame from 1918 to 1998 that we're talking about here, 1918 to 1998. Uh, however, that dollar figure does not take into account the intervening 17 years after this report came out, or this study it was made, excuse me, um, that included the bailouts of U.S. carriers in the 2000s when many airlines went through bankruptcy proceedings. Opponents of the U.S. airlines' efforts, which include the U.S. Travel Association and the Business Travel Coalition, among others, uh, claim that U.S. carriers are being hypocritical in their protests when they say, hey, come on, uh, government subsidies, government subsidies. So we'll see. This is a very – I mean, I think both sides are spending millions in lobbying fees in Washington uh, because the U.S. airlines want to keep the uh, the Gulf Airlines out and uh, and the Gulf Airlines don't want to be kept out. So we will keep a close eye on this. All right. It's the 150th anniversary of the publication of Alice in Wonderland. There'll be a lot of stuff going on. We're going to talk to uh, a member of the Lewis Carroll Society of North America right after this commercial break. You're in Rudy Max's World. Stick with me. Join Rudy Max's World by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. We're coming right back. This is an announcement for all people who want to take a risk-free challenge to whiten their teeth in five minutes. By calling now, you can whiten your teeth in five minutes using clinically proven power swabs. This risk-free challenge is for people whose smile has been yellowed by coffee, tea, red wine, or smoking. The Power Swabs 5-Minute Challenge is available by responding to this advertisement. If lines are busy, try again. Because the Power Swabs 5-Minute Challenge is exclusive, it's not available in drugstores. Power Swabs was formulated by Dr. Martin Ginniger and whitens teeth with a patented tooth detergent and whitening agent. It's so effective, we challenge you to try it for 5 minutes to see how white your smile could be. Get it risk-free. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201. Transform your smile into a wow, you look great smile. Dial 1 800 204 1201. That's 1 800 204 1201. In one week, our car broke down and our roof started to leak. We really needed money for repairs. I really needed to move to a bigger apartment, but with my credit card payments and other bills, I couldn't afford the security deposit. When over 100,000 people needed money this year, they turned to Avant. Avant was great. They relieved a lot of financial stress. I was approved for a personal loan through Avant. The next day, I had $4,000 in my account. Avant can get you the personal loan you need fast. It's simple to apply, and there's no risk because checking your rate with Avant has no effect on your FICO score. Right now, Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first installment is made on time. 
To check your rates risk-free and get this special offer, go to AvantOffer.com today and enter promo code 8000 to check out. That's www.avantoffer.com, promo code 8000. Loans are made by WebBank, a Utah industrial bank, equal housing lender, and by affiliates of Avant Incorporated. California loans offered by Avant will be made under financial lender's license number 603K124. Funds are generally deposited via ACH for delivery next business day if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Dave has to say about Relief Factor. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Georgia has to say about Relief Factor. Over the years, I've had several injuries. I have had lots of pain, and it's been hard for me to exercise. Now, I'm much more active, so I'm losing weight, and I feel better. I would recommend it to anyone. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world. And this portion of Rudy Maxa's world is brought to you by ReliefFactor.com. Do you suffer from muscle pain, joint pain, chronic inflammation, and other aches? Well, instead of popping those over-the-counter painkillers, they're just harming your body more. Consider an all-natural alternative, Relief Factor. It contains just four natural ingredients, omega-3, Reservatrol, Icarin, and Kermican. Kermican? Yeah. Relief Factor is effective because when you reduce inflammation, you reduce pain. And as a special for Rudy Max's World listeners, you can now get a two-week quick start pack for just $19.95. That's $19.95 exclusive for listeners of this show. If you suffer from joint or muscle pain, inflammation, or other aches, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Or just go to my website, the radio show's website, rudymaxa.com. Right there on the homepage, click down under Sponsors. And you can, uh, you'll be connected to Relief Factor right away. Well, about 150 years ago, one summer, a new book was published called Alice in Wonderland. And there's some celebration going on at museums and other places all around this country uh, this year in honor of the publication of that classic, classic children's story that's been published in, I think, 112 countries. Stephanie Lovett is with the Lewis Carroll Society of North America, and I'm delighted to have her join me. Ms. Uh, Ms. Lovett, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Rudy, great to be here. Okay, so, uh, you know, there have been so many, well, let me back up. Um, what, what, is, what does the Lewis Carroll Society of North America do? It's a wonderful organization of people who have tons of interest in Lewis Carroll in so many different areas, which really reflects Lewis Carroll himself. We have people who came to it from um, logic and computers and math and photography and Victorian studies and Alice and surrealism, and we have an active publishing program, and we get together a couple of times a year and have conferences and meetings as well. 
Well, there is quite a, there's quite an exhibit going on at uh, the University of Texas Harry Ransom Center, I understand, and uh, and it's and, and later uh, other libraries, including the Morgan Library and the Grolier Club in New York and the Rosenbach Museum and Library in, in Philadelphia, are going to be mounting uh, incredible exhibitions in honor of uh, of Alice Alice's adventures in Wonderland. Can exactly. you describe what, what we see? Exactly. Alice Wonderland is a great see? travel story. Yeah, it, 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 if if you live near any one of those. What is it that is so captivating about about the story, about the book, that has, explains this longevity and this sort of academic dedication to the different versions of Alice, uh, artistic as well as literary? Well, there's a something for everyone in there. There's uh, <laughs> something fun for kids. There's uh, Then it dawns on you that there's a little bit more going on than you thought. Um, the language is so fabulous. I think that is the simplest, strongest answer to the whole thing is every sentence of it is just brilliant. Um, it just makes a wonderful template for thinking about life. It's a wonderful journey story. Um, Alice is a child who learns to tell truth to power. She learns to not take everything the grown-ups say to her at face value, which is a wonderful thing to know. So that gives everybody something to enjoy about it, and so you don't have to be aware of all the academic work that's being done on it, but if that's what you like, you certainly can. I have a six-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter who lives in London. She's, her parents are American, but she speaks with a British accent. And she, she has memorized a, a good part of uh, Jabberwock, and she loves rec- reciting it. Kids love it, but, but Lewis Carroll was not a writer. He was an Oxford le- a mathematician, wasn't he? He was. That wasn't even his name. <laughs> no, exactly. His name was Charles Dodson, and he was a clergyman and an Oxford don, and he spent his whole life teaching math to perhaps somewhat unwilling Oxford undergraduates. But he grew out in the con- up out in the country, um, the oldest boy of 11 children. So he spent his whole life before he went to Oxford entertaining children and making up wonderful stories for them and um, uh, plays and puppet shows. And so he never uh, lost his joy in making children happy and entertaining them. And and he, Alice was Alice in Wonderland was a story he told his his daughters, right? Alice and her not sister? his daughters, the daughters of um, the dean of Christ Church College oh, uh, on yeah. uh, famously on a boat trip on the Fourth of July. It just came into his head that he needed something new to do, so he said he sent Alice down a rabbit hole with no idea of what was to happen next. <laughs> Ah, and, I, I always thought it was for his daughters. It was for somebody else's daughters. Interesting. No, sadly, he didn't ever marry. At that time, you couldn't marry and keep your position at Christ Church. No. Uh, so he uh, he enjoyed uh, finding other people's children who wanted to hear a story because that was just his gift, was storytelling. That is great. Well, a lot of celebrations coming up around the United, uh, United States. If you are a big fan of Alice's uh, adventures, um, take uh, Stephanie Lovett's suggestion and find out what's going on near you. The Lewis Carroll Society of North America. Um, is there a website for that that's easy to remember? There is a very easy website to remember, www.alice150.com. It's constantly being updated with... with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program program at rudymaxa.com. We'll be right back. To 
connect with the program, call 800-387-8025. That's 800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. 52 minutes after the hour, and this segment of the show is sponsored by MyPillow.com. Have you ever tried different pillows at home or in hotels over the years in search of the perfect pillow? Well, we have found it. It's at MyPillow. You can stop flip-flopping and tossing and turning to get comfortable. Forget about propping or trying to find the right corner because the entire MyPillow is perfect. It's made entirely in Minnesota, and entrepreneur Mike Lindell developed his patented pillow filler that incorporates interlocking foam chunks to provide the perfect sleep. It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever experience, or you'll get a full refund. And here's a deal you want to take advantage of before it's gone. As a special offer for listeners of Rudy Max's World, you can now buy one and get one free. Just call 800-775-1983. Or even easier, just go to MyPillow.com and enter the promo code RUDY, R-U-D-Y. You can also find a link at RudyMaxa.com right there on the home page. Get a MyPillow. Let us know how much you're enjoying them. My next guest decided to get on a bike one day. He didn't get off for about another 862 days till he had gone around the world. His name is Pierre-Yves Tremblay, and he's written a new book about that adventure called Riding Sky High, A Bicycle Adventure Around the World. And, uh, Mr. Tremblay, thank you for, for joining me. My first question is, is why? Yeah, hello, Rudy. I mean, uh <laughs> It, it's, uh, it's, it, make it very short. I, I started my first bike trip when I was uh, 14, and my father has always been riding his bicycle. He was called the, uh, the biking dentist. He's been riding his bike like throughout his life to go to work. And uh, when I asked him if I could uh, buy a bike to go uh, to the next city, which was Quebec City, basically, which was uh, roughly around 300 miles, like the round trip, he said, "Yeah, why not?" And I decided to go to, uh, to Quebec City. And then I really enjoyed like riding a bike first of all because. Uh, now, how old were you when you took that 300-mile round trip? I was, uh, I was uh, 14 years old at the time. You went by yourself on 300 miles on a bike? Yes, exactly. At 14. Okay, all right. So that was and the beginning. <laughs> that was the beginning. And then before that, after that, I decided to go to a bigger, like to go to Montreal, which was uh, just about 700 miles return trip, basically. Okay. So that was, I always felt like doing something bigger. And that same year, I decided to go to uh, an exchange program in Germany to learn German. So I was, at that time, I was only 16. Okay. So I flew to Germany, went in a family, was hosted there for 10 months, couldn't speak the language, no uh, yes or no in German. Actually, I couldn't even speak English at the time either. And I went to school there with the regular kids. And after the five or six months, I could startly, uh, start to speak uh, German with my friends and people there, my, my schoolmates. Mm-hmm. And um, traveled in Europe a lot during that year because of weekends and, you know, like holidays and stuff. So after that year, when I came back to Canada, I said, it's, it's funny because I know more Europe than I know my own country. So I said I decided uh, why not travel to Canada on a bike. And so at I some point, to cross uh, from British Columbia, oh, okay. basically uh, back home, which is that was roughly around three thousand five hundred. Back miles. home was where in the northeast provinces? In, yeah, exactly. North, like two hours north of Quebec City. Okay, so at some so point, I was, you decided I was, uh, at that time it was I, I started university and uh, I did my degree in uh, engineering. And that first that first year, the first summer, I decided I'm going to go British, fly to British Columbia and come back by bike. All right, but at some point, because we only have three, two or three minutes yeah. left, you decided to do 15,000 miles. How do you get over the Himalayas on a bike? Uh, actually, this was the Himal- I always been fascinated by mountains. Yes. And um, once you, once you, uh, when I got to, uh, to um, uh, India, basically there was, a, there was a stretch of road that goes from uh, Srinagar to Leh and Manali. It's like a 1,000-mile stretch in the Himalayas. And that was, that was where you could uh, reach the second highest pass in the world. You uh, climb up to uh, just over like 18,000 feet, which is pretty high. And the mountain there is like a, it's completely amazing. But there's a bike route there. Actually, it's not a bike route. It's a, it's a, it's a travel route. 
but it's been it's isolated throughout the year like there's only four months in the summer where you have access otherwise it's completely blocked with snow and i had the chance of going there just before the roads would open and still be uh, covered with snow i had to uh, go to the rocks and and remove bridge you know go in the water and to cross the small rivers and everything so this part, this uh, for the people who has a chance to read the book, this part was really uh, an amazing, an amazing journey in the Himalayas. And it sounds like that's where you got your title, "Riding Sky High." Yes, actually, the the translation comes from the French. It was actually uh, "Biking to Heaven," oh, and that was the nice. closest we could find because that was the title in French. Nice. I like "Biking Through Heaven" as well. And and, and how old were you when you did this? I, uh, I was just after I graduated university, so I was 23. So it, was, oh it lasted almost two and a half years. And where do you live now? Now I, I, I lived in Montreal for 10 years, and now I'm back in my hometown in Chicoutimi. So that's where I'm, I'm working now. I have like two. I've, I bought a company, so I have like a, we do hydraulic system for uh, different projects, and also travel often to Europe. And uh, I've got three kids now, and so life life moves on. But I must tell you, as <laughs> as you probably are, the same as for you. Once you get uh, the bite for. Uh, for traveling, it never never stops. Do you have another? We've got one minute left, uh, Pierre. Do, we, do you have another major trip planned? I travel for work, like probably ten times a year to Europe and and Europe and, uh, and mm-hmm. in the U.S. and Boston, Washington area. Uh, I don't make plans so much ahead because I get my kids. I want I want uh, life just to uh, bring me like challenges and other things. And I tell you, I'm not I'm not a too long term planner, but I travel still a lot for work and uh, for pleasure. So. Uh, I always dreamt of, of sailing around the world by, by, by you know, with a sailboat. But the, this is, it's. I've got kids too young still, so I'm just, yes. uh, I'm just taking the day one at a time. Yes, do focus on the kids, Pierre. You take it from a dad. Excellent. Yes, well, if you are a exactly. bicycle. If you're a bicyclist or you'd like to relive Pierre-Yves uh, Tremblay's adventures, the book is called Riding Sky High, subtitled A Bicycle Adventure Around the World. And I can't imagine that that wasn't exciting. Pierre-Yves, thank you for joining us. Okay, thanks, Rudy. We're going to uh, we're going to come back in just a few minutes with another hour of Rudy Max's World. Now, some of our stations do leave us now. Breaks my heart. If so, we'll see you next weekend from Iceland when Bob and Mary Carey will be there. Otherwise, stick around for about six minutes of news and uh, a couple spots, and we'll crank the machine up again. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.